Welcome back, boys and girls. It's the Pick Your Poison Podcast Week 4. We're coming back off a hot week 3. The Rebs are back. Hogs have a massive game. We'll talk about the full slate on this 21st night of September. Let's get it. Hey, the 21st night of September always holds true in my in my mind. Can't not play this song on this beautiful night. It was a good week three. It was a good week three. Uh, good tune-up. Good tune-up for the Revs. Well, yeah, maybe not so good. Not for, for your boy Boomer over here. Yeah, Boomer had a tough week three. Pulling Profiteer, though, back on his bullshit. Calling Tulane Moneyline over Kansas State. I don't, I mean, I followed, as always. I'm glad he... Put me onto it, but I would not have picked that one out of all the games. Pullman was hot. Burt was hot again, keeping the streak up. Six and four for Burt on the week. Staying green. Myself and Burt. I was six and five. I finally crossed over the fifty percent threshold Welcome. on a week. Thank you, thank you. I really appreciate it. Six and five. But our Vandy over two and a half. That was that hit easy money. Pulling up the rear last week, Boomer. Three and seven, minus four and a half units. Tough week there. Yeah, tough week. But, you know, after, uh, you know, listening to the tape of our podcast, I realized I went against myself when I actually put out my cards. So I realized I need to stick to my gut. Yeah, okay. tough, tough, uh, tough week for Boomer there. Still up on the year, 19 and 18. Down a couple units on the year. You're truly Rev's bag man. 26 and 27. I'm sitting still at 50% on the year, minus 2.3 units. Pullman Profiteer, exactly 50%, 16 and 16. But with his money line winners of Tulane last week at Northwestern on week one, up 6.1 units on the year. And is it it might be the Hogs year solely based on Burt's betting performance this year so far. The Hogs are 3-0, 25 and 15 for Burt, 63%, plus 15 units. Sam knows Vegas, baby. That's, Sam knows that's, Vegas. That's nice. This week. That is nice. So those are the standings so far through the year, boys and girls. I'll give you a quick recap of last week. The Rebs completely and utterly dominated Georgia Tech and Atlanta. I had boots on the ground. I was there. It was a bloodbath. I asked Boomer before because he was watching on TV. I said, did it look as dominating as... In on TV as it did in person, it, it looked worse. It, it looked, looked worse. worse. I mean, it was. We physically outmatched them. I, the one thing I hated was I wanted to. I thought we might get challenged a little bit to where we might have to like kind of rely on throwing the ball some. Yeah, and that was just not the case. I mean, and once again, we don't really have a definitive answer. Maybe, and obviously, we played poor teams to this point. But like, you beat who you play. If Kiffin had his like, if Kiffin could draw it up and we just can run the ball down almost anyone's throat, and then that draws the opposing defense, be like, we've got to stop the run. I feel like at that point he's like, all right, now it's time. Now I like, I will trust Dart to the <laughs> three against like a eight man box to pick and choose his spots down the field because we we I'm average that's like not happen until Kentucky. well I've read that so far this year we average like 15 yard air yards of per pass so every time like we're running the ball down everyone's throat and then whenever we are passing we're throwing it down the field I feel like that's a perfect recipe for Kiffin 
and his offense that he would love for this like team to be. Yeah, I mean the only thing that scares me about it is like if we get into a game where we are having to maybe come back or we're we're gonna have yeah. to rely on the passing to where we're gonna have to throw these more intermediate routes or throwing tight windows. Yeah. But, and there, but there we might, haven't seen it yet. So there might be know. like one or two games on the schedule where you have to do that. No, I I see one in two weeks. Yeah. I think we'll have to have to do that. But, big, this week is but, big but for, it was a good week. It was a good week too. I, I don't mean to sound negative. Yeah, no, no. We I am very happy that we kicked a power five team's ass on the road. Like love that. Can't be as much said for Burt's Hogs against an FCS team with Bob Utrino coming back in town. How at, on a scale of one to ten? When it was like going into the fourth quarter and you were down by what, like ten points or something, scale of one to ten, where were you in terms of like we're going to Mentally. lose this game? Mentally, <laughs> ask Mrs. Burt that question. Mm. Um, I it was a throw the television remote over reaction, got into my room, turned the lights off, and just watched the play by play. You that couldn't was, even watch it live. I, it was sickening. We did not. That's go, a ten. That's a we ten. We didn't go for it. Oh, um, we didn't go for it on fourth down. Went on like a fourth and four. We're so much bigger and better than them. We kind of like when we called the right place, we were dominating them, but nothing was going our way. That was the final boss challenge for us to defeat to break the Bobby Petrino Big curse. Bobby. Yeah, and I don't think that it could have been better. Bobby did his things. Like they were scoring touchdowns on plays that we all saw coming. They had a fourth and one. We're like, oh, this is for sure going to be a play action pass. Titans going to slip through the line of scrimmage, be wide open for a touchdown. The camera didn't even know where the player was when the ball was in the air. The next thing we know, the dude's got it. No one's within 20 yards of him. But we defeated the final boss. We're back. That was a good little wake-up call, kick to the nuts. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely a look ahead. Yeah. You broke through the neck brace. You rode the motorcycle. You finally, like, made the jump off the motorcycle, defeated the Bobby Petrino curse. Mor- morals finally won. Yes, yes. And that's big going into this week because y'all got a big one this week. So, We'll get right into the slate, boys and girls. Last week, I feel like it was a good week, but the week before we had all those upsets and everything. It was more to script last week, I feel like. I don't think there were I saw the top ten last week. The margin of victory was the largest of any top ten in the history of college football, at least since they've been like tracking scores that long. Like the top ten beat their opponents by more points this week than hmm. any other week. Well, like we didn't really it was like a, it was like it was like five hundred something points. The top ten won by so like no upsets, no even really like remote upsets. Well, yeah, I guess you know it's kind of like it's the you know AP rankings, or whatever. It's correcting itself. It's getting out the, the phonies out of there. Yeah, it's getting well, the teams that are probably more true top. 10 and there teams, just weren't so. a ton of like, like there the weren't a, and the, yeah yeah and there just weren't a ton of like potential upsets. After the week before, that kind of makes sense when there were so many upsets. Week four, <coughs> I said this before. To my podcast host, but I feel like there's not a ton of like ten out of ten games. But there's a bunch of like bunch of mids, a bunch of mids, a bunch of seven out of ten, six we're out of ten mids this week. Yeah, we're you know <laughs> your dealer's out of town. You got to go to like the next best guy. Got to find some mids every now and then. But that's it's this better week. than nothing. Yeah, but but mids can get you there when you need it to. And that's this week, boys and girls. So we'll get right into it. Boomer, what's our first game? All right, we're going to start off with Clemson at Wake Forest. Wake Forest is a seven-point dog. Totals at 56 points. Bagman? Yeah, so originally I'm a Clemson hater. After seeing what we did to Georgia Tech and trying to transitive property this whole thing, to see, like, after thinking, seeing Clemson play Georgia Tech week one, I was like, Clemson sucks because we manhandled Georgia Tech and they could barely hang, like, they hung around until 
Clemson blocked that punt against Georgia Tech. So my mind was Clemson stinks, but Wake Forest barely beat Hugh Freeze's Liberty yes. Flames last week. They went for two and like had the worst play call on a two point conversion. Could be a look ahead. It could have been a look ahead, but I mean, yeah, and, and Freeze thrives in those situations. Mm-hmm. Easy look ahead spot. Wake Forest at home, but I don't think they're going to have a big crowd. No, even they, in they, they don't. I don't think there's a bunch of nerds like playing at Vandy. That's I, why they yeah. did so well at Vandy. I yeah. love I love Sam Hartman, but I, like the more like I, when I looked at the line and saw it was seven, I was like, ooh, this is juicy. Like maybe sprinkle some money line. And then I thought back to like last year and when they played last year, I kind of thought the same thing. And Clemson just bullied them and they couldn't score at all. So. I'm on Clemson here. I feel like Wake Forest is going to be a trendy underdog. Probably going to be low scoring because DJ Uolongale can't score okay. either with the Clemson offense. Yeah, do you like that pronunciation? Yeah. I think that's pretty pretty spot on. Give me Clemson laying the seven on the road. Fading my original dumb brain thought to start the week. Give me Clemson laying the seven on the road. Boomer, what you got? Uh, yeah, I think I'm kind of in between Clemson, taking Clemson here. I think I'm just going to go with the under. I I don't really think Wake Forest is that great, and Clemson has just looked. Clemson seems a lot. I don't know why. For some reason, it reminds me of the same team last year, where they're just like, yeah, kind of blah. Like after they got their ass whipped by Georgia okay. to start the year. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. Eighty nine percent of bets, eighty nine percent of money is on the over fifty six. So yeah, I, I like that. Well, so the only reason I didn't want to take Clemson was just seventy-seven percent of the bets right sitting right now are on Clemson. Only fifty percent of the money. Okay, so yeah, uh, yeah. So maybe the sharps are coming in on Wake Forest, yeah. but I'm I'm just gonna stick with my gut here, and I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and put this in and take the under. Bagman, you had the same thought process as me. I originally had Wake Forest. Plus seven. That was like your initial reaction. You see that line, you take it at home. Yeah, they, you Clemson. Know, this would be like the perfect time for good. And you're kind of pulling for Wake too. Like you want them to be Clemson. But I had the same thought last year. Clemson just dominated them. So yeah. it could be a total just matchup nightmare for uh, Wake Forest. Although Wake Forest, you know, they won the ACC last year. So it could be a total matchup nightmare. Let's see how that thought process was. Was it a uh, you know, this year Burt thought process where yeah. it's Sharp maybe an auto lock. Yeah. Or is it a this year Bagman process where it's 50-50 chance? It's 50-50. We'll see. That puts it at about a 60% chance combined. So So if you're listening, take Clemson. <laughs> yeah, I like that. But we're taking us on our next one. All right, so next we've got Baylor is at Iowa State. Iowa State's a two-and-a-half point favorite. Total set at 45-and-a-half. Burt, you want to lead us off? Yeah, uh, system play. Yeah. I don't think uh, Baylor. We're going very transitive property. The here one true, si- the one true system. By the way, I- I've had so many system plays. I've yeah. got a- this is this has been the most faithful system we've had. Yes, um, tried and we, true. Yeah, we tried to bring in way too many systems to start the a, year. A bloodbath of systems. Let's go back to our roots. Um, yeah, uh, home team, non-ranked, favored, and uh, I thought Baylor did not look very good against BYU, and uh, that maybe I thought that was my brain just telling me, okay, BYU's not that good. The Hawks are going to beat them, but. Uh, Let's look at BYU this year. They lost to Oregon. So yeah. we're comparing a whole bunch of scores left and right. Yeah, where you don't know how it is. Yeah, you have no idea. property's tough. But I'm just going to rely on the system here and take Iowa State two and a half. Yeah, Baylor, might, we talked about last week how we said this about Oregon and BYU, how these teams, when they play at home, are so much better than when they go on the road. BYU looked great the week before against Baylor and won in overtime, and then they go on the road – 
to Oregon and get their ass kicked. Now Baylor back on the road here. I feel like Baylor's looped into this. The whatever they got going on, whatever the water is in Waco, Waco, whatever, whatever um, the juice they're sipping, whatever on. juice, yeah, they're drinking <laughs> is clearly giving them some sort of home field advantage. System play, give me Iowa State. I also like the under forty five and a half. I think this is a knockout drag out defensive like bloodbath. Both defensive lines are really solid. Give me the under forty five plus the system play Iowa State minus two and a half at home. Boomer, what you got? I'm on the under here. I think this is gonna be kind of sloppy, ugly, just defensive battle. Yeah, the wow. offenses will not look good. Defenses will look like world beaters. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm on two unders here. Yeah, two unders to start. Yeah. Think, the under favors that minus two and a half home team. Yes, yes. Yeah. Go, ahead, uh, go ahead and put this in right now. Yeah. Hold Boomer to his word, boys and girls. Yeah, he was hot on the... Check I, that card on Saturday. Yeah, his, his, his podcast picks differ very much so <laughs> yes, from his yes. card picks. I, I bet you half of them are different. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not a good formula there. That's too much flip-flopping. You can't tinker that much on the card. All right, so next, I think we're going to make a little call to uh, to Pullman. Yes, Pullman is calling in his home state Vols. Let's give him a ring. Bagman, how are we? Doing well, Pullman. How are you? Doing excellent. You know, after this uh, fine weekend, what, what was the official tally? Plus, plus 3.8 units? Yeah, something like that. You're up four units or so. I mean, could have only picked... Tulane to win, and that would have been your plus four four twenty five <laughs> money line. But yeah, that's how it ended up. Just got to sprinkle across the board. I hope a couple of those dogs hit. Yeah, when the dogs are barking, you know Pullman's there. Pullman's there to feast. Absolutely. All right, we're getting into the Tennessee Florida game first. Tennessee is a ten and a half point favorite. What's the over under? Uh, totals at sixty two and a half. What you got, Pullman? Tennessee seems like they're really good, but they're never going to win a game by two possessions. So I, I really like Florida here, and I, I think Richardson's going to be – like he's not good clearly, but he's like good enough to do some things, I guess. And I, I still think that Tennessee defense is atrocious. So so give me Florida catching the – is it 10.5 I can get it at right now? 10.5. 10.5. Yeah, give me, give me Florida catching 10.5 here. Yeah, it's been 16 out of 17 that Tennessee has lost to Florida, which is an egregious number for, like, two rivals and, like, one's not Bama. I feel like Florida's not been good enough to win 16 out of 17 straight against, like, anyone, <laughs> let alone, like, a SEC team that should be kind of good. I'm going with the Vols here, though. I think the stadium's going to be rocking. Hitting, I mean, Tennessee has looked, like, better than I even thought, and I thought they were going to be pretty good going into the season. I'm laying the points. This is probably the first time they've hosted game day since 2016. I mean, I look, I, I get that Florida has been they everyone was high on them after they beat Utah and they've looked like shit since then. So everyone's low on Florida. I'm probably paying a little a, paying a premium here for Tennessee, but I'm going to be chalky and and take the Vols at home on game day. I, I, I just don't have any faith in Anthony Richardson, so I'm laying the 10.5. I don't feel great about it, and I don't like the over-under number either. I think it's pretty spot on. Burr, what do you got on this one? I did just read one thing where a Florida linebacker on, a, I guess, a radio show said that 
he loves their game plan this week. Mm. He didn't want to say anything to give anything away. Like, what the fuck is he even going to say? But, yeah. um, which is not good omen for Florida there. I was looking at, I wanted to do my normal Georgia or Bama first quarter. Those are just not takeable this week. Yeah. So I'm going with Tennessee first quarter. And this is, I think, solely going to be uh, dependent on the coin toss, maybe. But it's two and a half. <laughs> First quarter, so I'm, I'm giving myself a 50% chance here. But uh, they're they're rolling out the smoke jerseys, we believe. Wait, what? Yeah, well, they said they're wearing them this year. It's college game day. The it's Grays? game of the week. Yeah, I think they call I might it smoke. Cha- I, might change, smoky. I might change my bet based on if they wear the freaking smoke uniform. That, those are terrible. They're, I kind of like them. And Florida's repping the orange helmets, I think. Really? Yeah. Well, don't they always wear orange helmets? They're doing some alternate too. Okay, those white ones with the F, those were sick. Those are sick. Those days, but uh, if ten, even if they don't win the coin toss here, I think that Florida is going to, or I mean Tennessee is just that first drive yeah. is going to be electric. Gotta, the first two, they're going to have a twenty play script like most people do at the beginning of the game, and they're going to score on their first two drives. I think that's enough for me to get two and a half. Tennessee first quarter. Bird's going Rico Bosco here with the coin toss bet. Just, just, yeah. just bank it on the coin toss to get him there. I'm going to be so nervous <laughs> yeah, at 225. Yeah, you might as well go find your buddy down the street and ask him to flip a coin for 30 bucks. <laughs> yeah. I actually tried it earlier. I was 53%. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty good on a coin toss. I know. Boomer, what you got? Um, yeah, I think I'm going to take Florida here. I think, I think Tennessee's a very good team. However, you know, Beating Big Brother for the first time in obviously in the past six years they haven't won and you said sixteen out of seventeen. Yep. I don't think you beat Big Brother in a blowout win. I, it's it, you have to earn it. It's like beating up your older brother. Like you barely get them. So like I think it's I think they're gonna win by like a touchdown, but. Ten and a half is too much. Like like the first time you beat Big Brother, it has to be a knockout dragout. Then maybe the next time you kick his ass. But that first time, you've got to absolutely earn. And then another thing I kind of like here is the first half under 31 and a half points. I need to hear your reason. Um, I think that this is going to be, I think you can get a little too hyped for a game. Yeah. And I can, I can see like the first, you know, they're so hyped up, ball's going crazy, three and out. And then Conservative and, play calling too. Yeah, yeah. and I, 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 I can just see it being a little too. It I could it could be like the Arkansas Ole Miss game last year. Yeah, where the over hits by a ton, but it all happens in the second half. And like if Hooker's a little too, yeah, a little yeah, too no, geeked out. I mean, it's going to be like he overthrows like a. When bomb. was the last time Tennessee's had this that. big of game in Knoxville? Probably Oklahoma. The Ole Miss game last year. Uh yeah, I guess so. Oklahoma. I mean, but this is bigger. I, I, I was thinking of Oklahoma like five years ago. Yeah. Or Actually, was that when Baker was still there? I don't mm-hmm. even know. Yeah, so that was like seven like, years ago. But I don't know. I think it's going to be a big moment. I could see them getting a little jittery in the first half and then settling into the game. Do you uh, think you could be talking about 16 when they were going to go to the Sugar Bowl if they beat Vandy, but they lost? <laughs> I mean, wait. wait. Tennessee could have gone to the Sugar Bowl? Yeah, the, the year where Auburn unranked went at 8-4 and because they had to put someone in Tennessee. Just refused to uh, win coming down the stretch. Like, lost to Missouri, South Carolina, and Bandy. Man, that's God, really tough. That that's, that's tough for the Vols there. I, I hate kinda, it for that, them. that brings a smile to my face. <laughs> yeah, I really hate it for them there. <laughs> Anything else on this one, Pullman? No, that's, that's all I got. 
All right, so next we've got our Rebs are playing against Tulsa. Rebs are 21.5-point favorite. Total's at 65.5. Pullman? Yeah, uh, I'm taking the Rebs in this one. Um, I've, I've been fighting the over-under bug for the Rebs, but um, I really like the 21.5 here. I, I just don't think Tulsa will be able to stop anything Ole Miss will try to do offensively. So even if they throw up a couple points, I think it'll end up being like 50-14 to 14 or something like that. It's kind of scared me away from taking the under like normal because I think Tulsa can score. But uh, give me the reps uh, with uh, 21 and a half. So I like that line too, Paul, but, but I almost went and took – I almost took Tulsa and NIU, like basically fading Ole Miss and Kentucky this week in a look-ahead spot. Any chance you think Tulsa can somehow cover this? Well, I don't think the defense, just because they're at home, is going to let up more than like 14, like I said. So, I mean – as long as the offense, what what is that math? Thirty five and a half points. I mean, surely they can do. Zach Evans and Judkins alone could put up thirty five just running the ball on them. Can't yeah, they? this is uh like I saw Tulsa is the number one pass offense in the country, and Ole Miss by Pro Football Focus is the number one pass defense. Now we haven't played anyone that can throw the ball, but our pass D has looked solid. So it'll be, it'll be a good test to see. If the Rebs can defend the pass against Tulsa's, I think their quarterback has like 11 touchdowns and one interception. So, I mean, definitely the, the biggest test for the Rebs. I'm still a little back and forth here. Boomer, what you got? Uh, I'm, I'm just going to take the under here. I think I think we're going to win the game comfortably. A uh, 21 and a half is a lot, um, especially when you're looking ahead to the big game against Kentucky. I mean, I could see us getting up pretty big in the first half and then kind of sitting Evans and Judkins in yeah. the second, or playing them less anyways, because, you, you know, you'd hate Evans for them. might strangle someone if they make him go on the bench. Yeah, Evans wanted to kill a man when they pulled him out after his 21st carry against Georgia Tech when he had 170 yards or something and two touchdowns. <laughs> Burr, what are you thinking here as an outsider? I saw a stat that Tulsa is 11-0 against the spread in their last 11 games against ranked opponents. What? But that's probably your Cincinnati's, your Houston's, maybe if Memphis is ranked, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I would. I don't know how many of those are actual power five. And so I kind of initially took that, but I hate it right now because I just really – 21 is – y'all think it's a lot. I don't think it's enough. Like, y'all – Y'all are scaring me right now. Yeah, we y'all should. really do. From, as, an, as an outsider, y'all are scaring me right now. So I don't have a, a locked-on bet of this game. 63 is a lot of yeah. freaking points, especially with the way y'all's defense has been playing. So I, I kind of want to take the under, but yeah, I, I think, would hate to take the under and I've missed that. Pullman's, I think, talked me into it. Plus system play, 21 and a half. That's, uh, that's they're the, begging you to that's take. Begging Tulsa. me to take. Tulsa. Well, I, well, the, the public is heavy on the Rebs. Uh, whatever, whatever. That's the that's a favorite earlier in the week. Seventy-seven uh, percent of bets. But, but right I think now. Kiffin does have the boys like locked and loaded. So I think he's gonna like even if they are playing like shit for the first half, he's gonna get them refocused and back to like running it down the other team's throat. Is that a what? A, that's a forty-two to twenty-one game we're talking it's, here. Yeah, our team totals forty-three. Yeah, and there's okay. twenty-one and a half. Or Give me the Rebs minus twenty-one and a half. I'm I'm taking I'm going Rebs forty-two to twenty-one plus fifteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. all right. <laughs> Bird's name and so hey, He's hey, got hey, units to spare. Hey, I, I'll he's be there. I'll be there in my powder blue Razorback shirt. 
hoping that y'all, I kind of hope y'all dominate. So Mrs. Burt will let me leave early so I can get to a television soon enough to watch the Hawks. Mm. So, Pullman, those are the two games we had. I heard you had a couple other sprinkles you like. Yes, I did. Uh, first one I want to get to, Maryland, Michigan. I've been texting you this week, I think, a couple um, you and Boomer about power rankings because the Rebs are uh, snuck up, I believe, to 6th or 7th on ESPN. Oh, yeah. Well, since then, I, I was like looking more into it, trying to get more uh, power ratings just for spreads. And Michigan, along with the Rebs, is up there. But I, I'm fading that tendency with this game, and I'm going with the points and Moneyline Maryland. You know, I'm a firm believer in September Maryland. And what better way to finish up their only good month of the year than upset a fraudulent Michigan team? What, what's, the, what's the spread on that game? That's 17, 17 and a half. 17 and a half? Yeah. I, I like that. I, I'm actually kind of on that too, Pullman. It, it might be the uh, the week of the Tago Vailoas. <laughs> yes, they're coming out party. Yeah. I forgot, I forgot that aspect. Yeah, huge week for the T's. And so I, I've, I've been on the Terrapins too, 17 and a half. Well, there's also been a lot of uh, double-digit dogs, outright winners this year. I think they said there's been like five or six yeah. already. yeah. Um, so, Pullman, so I that saw, could so get that, a little juicy. That's 17 and a half. I also saw Ohio State and Wisconsin is right there at 17 and a half, 650 on the money line. And each, I was thinking about sprinkling on Wisconsin plus 650 on that money line. In Madison? That, no, it's it's in, mm. in the horseshoe. Ah. Any thoughts there? I don't hate it, but it's not my favorite because the, the – Good power five, good power five, like that 17-point line. It's like similar to like the Ole Miss versus Bama game last year, like the Arkansas versus Georgia game where it could just be like an ass-kicking for no reason. Yeah. Um, but the the other big dog I like, Thursday night game, bit of a stretch here, but Sagarin loves them, and they're a D, D1 double-A powerhouse now. Chattanooga plus 17 and a half. And money line plus seven fifty against Illinois. Oh, Bert, going against do that to Burt. Going against Burt. Oh, did Burt did Bert go uh, the noise? Well, I, I mean, mean Burt's the head coach yeah, of Illinois. My, my dad. Oh, I, I thought I thought you might have picked the game. Yes, I'm going against your dad. No, your dad. Uh, he doesn't always want to show up in the uh, the small game. And Chattanooga, they're 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 kind of a wagon. Bert did not pick the Chattanooga, Illinois. We did not have that on the card for this week for these talking points. That wasn't quite there for Bert's picks, but Bert's dad, Bert, is the head coach, and your FCS powerhouse, Chat Town, is rolling into Champagne. Thursday it, night. Who who'd you say loves Chattanooga? Sagarin? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? It's a ratings index, isn't it? It's like FPI, but it includes uh, uh, all D one. Boomer thought you were Boomer thought you were betting on Sagarin at first. Yes, I was like, who the hell is that? They, their quarterback. I, I wish we had a live beat there. I just Sagarin University football. <laughs> yeah, hey, we, I'm, I'm on Sagarin. Boomer thought you were going to tell us about some some Sagarin quarterback stash. <laughs> Chattanooga or Sagarin? I was like, what is this? All right, <laughs> all right. I will put uh, Pullman. You you left one off. Um, you're a hometown team, bringing in a, a ranked opponent in the Oregon Ducks and uh, Bo Nix, off a huge win against BYU. They're six and a half point home dogs. 
What are you thinking here? Yeah, I think I think the crown Pullman's going to be lit. Um, somehow this team's built well with line play, and uh, Cam Ward. You know, I'm a big Cam Ward guy. Uh, he's just kind of taking taking what's given to him so far, and it's working. So um, I think I saw the lines crept up to seven. So if I can get seven, I'm going to take that. But if it's six and a half, I still feel good. Uh, give me Wazoo here. Yeah, I'm on Wazoo there too. I love Incarnate Word, the the Cam Ward quarterback from Incarnate Word. He took an official visit to Ole Miss, and I was all over him then. I all over his uh, his highlight reel from back in the day. He was at a not even a FCS school. It was like a D three nonsense school, but he lit them up. And then they went into Wisconsin a couple weeks ago and won. I think they can be legit. Bo Nix coming off a big win against BYU and. You know, Oregon traveling to Washington away from home. I don't like Oregon as much as they are at home. So I'm, I'm right there with you. I actually sprinkled on the money line plus 200 of Washington State and the Cougs. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm sipping the Kool-Aid a little too much. But I'm on the, I'm on the Cougs right there with you, uh, Boomer, Bert. Either one of you got a pick on this game? Yeah, uh, away Bo Nicks. Yeah. It's not home Bo Nicks. I'll, I'll be with Pullman here. All right. Yeah, all right. Uh-oh, consensus quake, Pullman. I don't know if you just talked them into it, but... I was on it early. Yeah, I, I had no, that part, logged part into the... Part of the reason you was because of Bo Nicks, so that, that's good mojo. That it's, it's different pass, but the same result. Yes, absolutely. Anything else for this week, Pullman? Uh, no, that's all I got. I think I might have a stronger card this week, maybe like 10 plays, but I'll tweet it out Saturday. Whoa, absolutely. Look forward to it. And uh, first first Rebs game this year. Are you excited? Well, first recorded one. You know, I, I might have been in the stands incognito before, but I can't confirm. <laughs> Had your hoodie on and binoculars out, just, just scouting out the team? Uh, no, it was full body paint. Still. <laughs> love it, love it. All right. Well, uh, I'll see you on Saturday, and um, we'll look forward to your card. We'll talk to you later. Peace. All right, we'll move on to the next game. Next, we've got Texas is going to, to uh, Texas Tech. Total is at 59.5. Texas Tech is a 6.5-point favorite. Uh, no way. So, I, oh, excuse I, me, dog, 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 dog. Ooh, yeah, dog. Too many Texas is right there. So, I have looked... Obviously, scan the board up and down dozens of times by now, and there's a theme across the board that I am feasting on, that I'm also parlaying on. It's these six and a half point home dogs that I'm just like grasping at. Washington State was a six and a half point home dog. Feed me that money line plus two hundred. Texas Tech against Texas, six and a half point home dog. Feed me that. All the money's coming in on Texas. Texas is back. They hang close with Bama. No, no, no. Texas Tech is for real. This is a huge game for them. I saw they uh, sold out this game for the first time in like forever. And for all, every ticket that they sold, they donated like, I think like a dollar or whatever. Like, so like 50 something thousand dollars to a charity in Lubbock. So Mojo's on their side. Texas coming in. Give me the home dog here of Texas Tech. I love take the six and a half as a, as a dog. Give me System that. Play. System play. Give me Texas Tech, Boomer. What are you doing here? Uh, I'm going to ride with Texas Tech here. Follow your path. You, uh, lost, you lost Texas Tech last yeah, week. Yeah, well, I've, I've ridden them the past two weeks, and they've let me down. <clears throat> so I think that they're going to, they're going to have to cover eventually. I, I don't know. I, I just saw 92% of bets are on Texas. Yep. And you know what that reminded me of last time I saw that is when Alabama played Texas. Yep. And how did that work out for us? Not so, um, not so good. 
Uh, yeah, so I'm going to take Texas Tech, take the six and a half points. As I said last week, this or that NC State game could have been a look-ahead spot for Texas Tech for the whole point of do they really care about going to a ranked to ACC Raleigh. school with yeah. their with Yeah, they'd much rather coach. beat That's Texas That's not the game to win. NC State. So I was on Texas Tech, but for the sake of being different and separating myself from the standings, I'm going Texas minus six and a half. You're definitely not going to have us on your card, are you? <laughs> no, not well, at do all. we do we know is there quarterback back? Because I want to say they had a backup quarterback in Dude, Texas. Uh, Texas called, Tech, but uh, Texas Tech also oh, feel like perpetually plays with the backup quarterback. Yeah, their backup. <laughs> their, their, their backup. It's is always now, not bad, but they the backup, never have their first number one guy. The backup is now the starter, so maybe the backup will come in. Who was originally yeah. the starter? Who's on first? I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, I have no idea either. But I'm on Texas Tech here. Burst the only one. Maybe. Thinking the, horns, Texas. Thinking, thinking the horns are back. Take us to our next one, Boomer. It's a big one here for Burt. Got Arkansas, A&M, in Jerry's world. A&M uh, is a one-and-a-half point favorite. To- low total here, 49 points. It's down to one-and-a-half? Yeah. Yeah. What did, wait, before we start, what did it open at? Two-and-a-half. Two-and-a-half. So they were favored the entire time. Yeah, they were yes. favored the entire time. And we were talking about this line last week, and we talked about how if we took care of business, I guess what we were talking about, if we took care of business comfortably, we'd be favored. So I guess maybe Vegas is, that was enough for them to favor. Yeah, factoring in the, the Petrino near win. Yeah. Uh, who is starting at quarterback for A&M? Max Johnson. More like Mini Johnson, because K.J. Jefferson is going to be slanging that hog in him all over the field. I was thinking about this game. I was actually talking with Fat Jack's Barbecue about this I can't one. believe you teed me up that hard. <laughs> I just swung right through it. Well, hey, it's soft pitch. Yeah. I went Aaron Judge. You gave it. You said you said, yeah, it was the uh, bump, or bump yeah. to bump. Yeah, you, 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 you bumped it to me. I set it up for you, and you <laughs> spiked that bitch home. Let's go. Uh, I was talking to Fat Jack's uh, before the Missouri State game about what I thought, how this game was going to go down, because I've been thinking about this game a lot. And uh, maybe I was looking ahead to this game because I was talking <laughs> about it before the Missouri State. But, anyways, this game, I think, is going to go a lot like when the Rebs played A&M last year. Y'all come out. Y'all get off to a hot start. I think y'all shut them out in the first half. Yep. And then A&M kind of snuck back. And y'all said, no, no, no. Let's score a couple touchdowns and really put this away. Put this away. A&M had a... A trash late touchdown, onside kick, recovered by the Rebs. Special came teams, of that. Special teams gods, the Rebs. Do you know what the line of that game was? The AM was favored? AM was favored by two and a half. Oh. Which is where this line opened. I didn't know it was down to one and a half. Which Money's coming in on the Hogs. What the It should, though. I, I'm it's, seeing you, that it opened up at six and a half. That was, that was like that was late Saturday this, night, yeah. it was six and a half. That's when, still wild. Yeah, that's but a lot. That Jack said. That's was, insane. He said he had a one and a half on DraftKings. Last I'm just Saturday. looking on on the yeah. action app, like what it opened at. I think that I think that's a. Flip. That might have, they they released some of the lines before the season too. No, we're gonna do it to him. Last year we dominated the line of scrimmage. We're gonna dominate the line of scrimmage again. Our weakness is our pass defense. They can't really pass. Our strength is our rush defense. So they're gonna. I mean, we'll just stack the box. Dare them to throw it deep. I just don't think they're gonna be able to stop our offense enough because there's just too many. Um, playmakers in our offense, whether you give the ball to Rocket and get a good push from the line of scrimmage or you go deep to one of our fast five receivers. Hogs, money line, plus money, easy. If I'm feeling real good, 
that night I'm probably going to up it to a multi-unit play. Yeah, this is this is the spicy one for me. I mean, like like uh, Bert said, I mean, their pass defense is last in the country, allowing like 355 yards a game to a lot, this point. A lot, of, a lot of yak yardage, though. And, yeah. and, and we've been winning most of these games. I mean, I guess other than Missouri State and Bobby Petrino. So teams have had to throw on us. Yeah, I mean, they've had to throw. And, like, South Carolina just was behind so much they had to. But, like, either way, Catalan's out. Like, the secondary's beat up. The rush defense is good, but, like, on the other side, the offense looked great, but A&M's defense is also solid. So, like, it's against a, it's, who though? Who's their defense solid against? It's, it's a it's a battle of like strong versus strong, weak versus weak. So I don't really know where to go here. <clears throat> I don't, I, I'm thinking A and M. I think A and M. I think everyone still has that App State game in the back of their mind. Okay, no, no, and they no. barely beat Miami. No, yeah, they barely. Okay, they can't at home. They can't score. They can't score. Give me Arkansas money line. Hogs in Jerry World. It's going to be basically a repeat of last year. I think low scoring. I do think it's low scoring because A and M can't score. I think Arkansas D is going to like Barry Odom's going to have a game plan for this. They last weekend was the biggest look ahead spot of the year for like any team. I'm pretty sure Arkansas had two. They played Clemson or uh, Cincy and South Carolina first two weeks, and they had A and M coming up. So this is the perfect squeeze spot for Arkansas to look terrible. Bounce back spot here. Give me the Hogs, money line, AM can't score, Minnie Johnson can't throw the ball, even against the poorest pasty. Boomer, what do you think of him? I, uh, so I wasn't exactly sure. I'm, I was always leaning Arkansas on this, but then I was just looking at the team totals. AM under 24 and a half. Oh, yeah. Absolutely love that. And then to also confirm, like, confirm me why I like Arkansas, I was just like, okay, who's more likely to score? Because y'all's was 23 and a half or whatever. Scoring more than that. Yeah, I was like, oh, Arkansas would way more likely to be able to score more than that than, than A&M. So, A&M under and Arkansas money line. Ooh. But but I'm way more heavy on A&M under. Okay. So, I could see a world where it gets just a low-scoring it, game. It's a weird game every it, year. It, yeah, it could be a weird game. My heart I, I, very well could get broken. I feel way more confident about the under 24.5 on A&M. What, is this game on ESPN? Yeah, 6 p.m. ESPN. Okay. I don't know what the... I know y'all have the CBS game next week mm-hmm. against Bama. So if CBS has anything to say about it, the Hogs win this game. And it's a crazy game for CBS 2.30 primetime next week. You would like to think if like it, Greg Sankey was, yes. like, was trying to be the corrupt man he is, yes. Hogs. Or he'd be thinking, I'm setting up Bama A&M two which weeks is, from now. Yeah, I know, which... How many, how many steps ahead is Sankey thinking is the real question. Oh, we got that CBS, and I think uh, that we did talk about that. The next week is definitely going to be Bama. That's a CBS night game. Doesn't matter. Doesn't uh, matter. Consensus quake here for the Hogs. Scares me a little bit with the public on the Hogs, too, but this but is a ride or die podcast. I thought that would be Vegas thinking every, tricking everyone to pick an A&M. I think the public just knows. I mean... It, well, I mean, I mean, what what is A and M showing? They've lost to App State, barely beat Miami. Yeah. I mean, great, y'all had a little bit of scare, but teams do that. Well, and, teams and, do that all the time. And, and just like last year, like y'all, there was y'all, they had no business being favored over y'all. You know, they yeah. had obviously beaten Bama, but y'all were on a roll. You had two losses. They mm-hmm. had three, I think, at least. And uh, you know, this year KJ is this year's Matt Corral, that's, that, that's that the sleeper other, quarterback that should be talked about. Another now. point. I mean, Van Dyke for Miami last weekend literally couldn't move in the pocket. He was a, a a statue back there. KJ is a threat to run almost more than he is to pass. 
So, like, a mobile quarterback against this A&M defense adds a whole other wrinkle to it that they're going to have to think about as opposed to just pinning their ears back and blitzing and, and, Will and, Van Dyke. And App State won on ball control. We control the ball. That's, that's what. That's how Sam Pittman rolls. One other uh, factor just favoring Arkansas here. Y'all had the benefit of having a look ahead spot, uh, which almost bit you in the ass. Yeah. However, A and M had to focus on Miami because if they, if they lose the App State and then Miami, Jimbo is thinking he's going to yeah. be fired mid season. We got to rest some players. We had some players that were quite Yeah, to yeah. Like, like y'all kind of took to it easy. It, I mean, unfortunately, it ended up being close, but. Whatever, y'all got the win. But A&M had a dog fight. Yeah. Uh, y'all going to be watching with me in Oxford Saturday night? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. let's absolutely. Go. Let's go. Tops off. After a big old Rebs cover. And, the 42-21 Rebs win. That's not a cover, though. That's not quite a cover. 43-21. Okay. That's a cover. That. Oh, that's what I'll bet. I don't know how you get 43. But. I don't either, but we're going to do it. Go for two. Gonna, yeah, just Altmaier, go for two. <laughs> yeah. Finally pass the ball. Last second. <laughs> All right, Boomer, take us on our next one. All right, so next we've got USC is at Oregon State. Oregon State, uh, six-and-a-half-point dog. High total here, 71 points. Woo! Did you say six-and-a-half-point dog at home? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feed me that. I told you I'm all over. I've also parlayed all these. So if somehow all these hit, I'm going to be a thousand air. I'm going to have at least one comma off these uh, six and a half point dogs that I've sprinkled money lines on all across. Give me Oregon State. These are, uh, fun fact, these are two teams that are both 3-0 and against the spread this year. Both 3-0 and outright and 3-0 and against the spread. If you do a little transitive property, like we said gets dangerous. Oregon State beat Fresno State by like two, three a couple, three a couple yeah. weeks ago. And then last week, USC Boat ran Fresno out of the water. But, 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 this is a whole different game in Corvallis where ranked Oregon teams... State what time is this? 8, uh, 8.30? Yeah, this is late. Pac-12 after dark. Oregon State at home. Corvallis is going to be rocking. I still don't know if I trust USC. A lot of pieces of the puzzle. They're going to get punched in the mouth in this game. They haven't been punched in the mouth yet. Let's see if they can respond after it. Give me the home dog here on the money line. Six and a half. I love it. Boomer, what you got? Uh, You know what? It's going to be 8.30 at night. We'll be celebrating Hogs and Rebs victories. Let's just have a fun time. Let's take this over. Oh, 70, 71. I, I mean, I mean, let's let's shoot for the moon. I did have I so the USC Fresno game last week was seventy four, and I took that under because I was like, this is just so many ridiculous, too many points for these two teams. Like in any college football game, if you get into the seventies, closer to seventy five, you almost have to score on every possession, but. Oregon State scores the shit out of the ball in their defense. Yeah, they scored stinks. 68 points. I mean, uh, who is MTST? No idea. But their but defense... Still, I don't care who it their is. Their defense 68 points. Fast-paced. Like, last week I knew that this was going under. I did not... I saw the total this year, this week, knowing that it was in the 70s, still didn't touch it because that kind of scared me. Bert, what you got? I like... Like hey, we're, we're just here for a good time. I know. <laughs> like like that, that would be fun to just pull for late late at night. Yeah, that this is just a fun yeah, game. Yeah, this is just I fun said early when I didn't know, I didn't have a line because I thought the line was perfectly placed. I'm going to go with the over. I've got one uh, later on this episode as well. So here we go, Boomer. After all, my, after all my bets <clears throat> hit on Saturday, and this is 8.30 by this point, when I'm up like $7,000 by this point, 
I'll take the over, but I can't do it right now because I'm semi-maxed out on all my uh, $500 one-unit plays. Do we have any other games in the card? Uh, yes. Yes, we've got one more here. We've got Mizzou at Auburn. Auburn's a seven-point favorite coming off of a pretty bad butt whipping by Penn State. Yeah. Um, total here is at 51.5. Brian Harson might be fired after Dead this game. Dead man walking. I can't believe he's not fired already. Yeah, but, I mean, they've been trying to get rid of him even last season. Yeah, like, no, they were they were chomping to the bit to fire him after last season, saying that he had cheated on his wife and everything. So I can't believe after a ass win by Penn State, they didn't somehow figure out. Mr. Yellowwood didn't figure out a way to fire him. But uh, I am on the under here, 52 points, far too many. T.J. Finley can't score. Even against he's the, out. Who's playing? They, Calzada or some other guy. I've never it's heard even of Even better. I don't exactly. even care. Robbie Ashford and Zach Calzada, they both stink. So give me the under 52. If, if Harson has any remote hold on that locker room, the defense will play well against a Missouri team who's very mediocre at best. And Auburn is so inept on offense that I don't even think they can score on Missouri's shitty defense. So under 52 here, probably a low play. Not 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 much here. Not a, Definitely not a $500 play. Maybe like a $200 Half unit sprinkle. Yeah, half unit. Yeah, half unit sprinkle. But nonetheless, under fifty two. I think it's the right play here. Low scoring. Boomer, what you got? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Auburn. I mean, I just they're they're going to beat them by more than seven points. I yeah. I, I mean, I know that last week looked awful, but I I, I don't I think Missouri's kind of shitty. Missouri is shitty. They like I I think Vandy's probably gonna. Be and the the Auburn family will not like they'll still show up for this game. Yeah, they'll still yeah. Be bought in. Yeah, and, and, and I, I think Arsenal will think he's you know got a shot. Yeah, you know, you, you know he, oh. it, it's one of those things where it's like it's going to happen. He's going to get fired unless a miraculous like you well, beat Bama. And <laughs> and Harson. Now that you say that, this is actually brilliant by Boomer, which I can't believe I submitted. If Harson, who knows his job is on the line, is up by like ten. He is not going to. No, hell no. He he's got to show off. He's got to show even, off. Yeah. This has, even if it's not showing off. This much, has thirty-four but. to seven or seventeen written all over. Maybe a little Fetty Wap 30, 17-38. Yeah. Auburn definitely wins big here. Give me the under though, Bert. Give me anything on this one. Yeah, this is a damn pillow fight right here. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if there were a pillow fight, Harson would. Shove drink wits in a locker easily, but I, I'm, on, I'm on Auburn too. Um, both teams don't have much to play for. Both teams hate their head coach. Both teams are tigers. Mm. Crazy, wow! Tigers in the SEC. This is a who do I want to suffer more bet, and I want Missouri to suffer more than Auburn. Hmm. Quick stat going back to the Oregon State game. I follow this guy who's like the the Caesar Sportsbook like nerd analytics guy. Oregon State has gotten the most money of any week four team against the spread so far. Oregon State against USC. Ooh. I thought USC had all the money on them, but Oregon State apparently has the most money of any maybe that's just like big you know, big money bets, as in sharps coming in to hammer them. But be wary. I'm still on the money line. I've already taken it, so I can't go back now. But Oregon State getting the most money of any team on a Jeez. on a spread so far this week. That's a little sus for me. Still on Oregon State. I might just ride with you guys in the over too. Yeah. Come late night. 
Anything else on the card this week, Boomer? Uh, the only thing, I, this is much more something for the fans to think about. Mm-hmm. So, last week, Michigan State played Washington. Yep. In the first half. It was a bloodbath. They gave up every yard possible but one yard. Whoa. Whoa. What happened that, the so, 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 to what that means, they if, uh, if Washington received at 50, they went 50 yards. Uh, I think they just, I don't know what happened on the one yard, but... Kick that is, I've, I've, I was astounded when I heard that stat. Uh, and so they're playing Minnesota, and they're a three-point favorite, I believe. Minnesota's the uh, oh, yeah, three-point yeah, yeah. favorite. Uh, Two-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Minnesota here, uh, minus two-and-a-half points. Have you made that bet yet? Uh, I'm putting them all in right now. That's, let's, I, that's what I was doing. Let's go head-to-head. Head. That's an overreaction bet. Let me go. Let's go head to head. That is astounding. That stat is like that is as bad as you can possibly be. Log it on your book, but uh, little little uh, side bet here. Loser, gentleman's bet. bet. Loser has to shotgun three beers right before the episode next week. Fair enough. Handshake emoji. Witness. I'm here. Bet bet is placed. Three shotguns before my, the, before my, the podcast. I'm, I'm about to tweet up my card right now. <laughs> I'm sticking to it. Bert, what are your you got any other locks this week? Yeah, scanning scanning this week's games. Uh, one line jumped out to me that I thought was absurd, and that is North Carolina minus two at home against Notre Dame. Uh, Fat Jack's barbecue was over at my house. He convinced me to take Notre Dame first half. Uh, right when the game kicked off, and we did. So we were avidly cheering for Notre Dame. Their quarterback is so bad. They stink. That team sucks. And North Carolina is... Their defense stinks, but they can score. Yeah, and North Carolina, you thought maybe they weren't that good because they barely beat App State. But, I mean, App State's clearly looking pretty good here. And so I don't think minus two is is nearly high enough at home against Notre Dame, a, a limping, limping Notre Dame team. So give me North Carolina minus two. Yeah, my the rest of my card. Uh, I love the Bama Vandy over fifty nine. Bama will be able to score at will against Vandy's defense. They'll probably get to forty five or fifty. And Vandy is sneaky good on offense. Vandy first half. Maybe Vandy first half. <laughs> they've got know. like they've got like five or six more touchdowns this year than they had all of fifty nine points is not nearly enough. Give me the. Early scores, Bama. Bama's going to drop like 45 in the first three quarters. Vandy late scores. Bama probably doesn't score late, but over 59 there. The other six and a half point lock that I love is James Madison against App State. App State coming off a win at AM and then the craziest Lose. Hail Mary yeah. nonsense I've ever seen. James Madison's a good team coming in, getting six and a half points on the as a dog, getting the money line there on James Madison. And then the final four matchup of Duke and Kentucky or uh, Duke and Kansas. Kansas also people are oh Kansas is so good all is of this a sudden. Is it at Allen Fieldhouse? It's at Allen Fieldhouse, yes, in Lawrence. Kansas is laying seven. Give me Duke catching seven. I think people are overreacting to Kansas kind of being back. Give me Duke. They're the better team. I'm not taking them on the money line. I will catch the seven here though. That's the last play on my card. I also have Mississippi State minus seventeen and a half first half. Bowling Green is like the worst team in the country besides the two Colorado schools, Colorado State and Colorado. And uh, Leach has got to prove something right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
I just can't believe how how bad they collapsed that second half. I, I watched that first half of the game before I had to go out, and I was got like, real I, nervous. I, I, was like, I was like, well, I was like, they're looking good, which I was on state, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then next thing you know, I check my phone and they're you know getting their ass beat. Yeah, a muff punt ruined the whole game. Um, but then again, this this potent offense has got to score more than three points in, in yeah, the second half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, now I, I actually kind of like that. It where's that game at? It's at home against Bowling Green. So they're, they're back at home. They need some life in them. So they're probably just going to throw it, throw it, throw it. They kind of have a little bit of a running game this year. Bowling Green is like the worst team I've watched this year. I barely watched any of them. They lost to Eastern Kentucky, got waxed by UCLA. And, uh, oh, they did beat Marshall. They lost to Eastern Kentucky and beat Marshall. And you know State Dang, will be able that. to score against some shitty team. Yeah, well, well, that's a, I feel like that's a Mike League special. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to take first quarter, but it was like seven and a half, eight and a half. I don't like that as much. Give me 17 and a half. All right. Any other ones for you? Uh, no, I think that's it. My card is locked in. Locked I got in? a deep card. I kind of already hate it. This I is a terrible it. week. No, like, I, this is a shitty I just play. looked at mine. I, I love it. Good. I love Good. it. I love mine too. I always love mine until I just have so many freaking yeah. games that yeah, I, no, I, I'm setting mine in stone unless the lines go in my favor. So, so I, I'm not switching sides. Quick behind the scenes here. I've been so 50 50 and having so many games. I went right when the lines got released at on Sunday night at like nine o'clock. I went and locked in like ten bets. Oh, uh, just to see how you how your yes. mind changes yeah, so and see how the line, lines I haven't, move. I haven't touched those. I have like my my ten bets that I made like. That's a, that's a smart that's a smart strategy. Five there. days ago, and I've been I've been adding two since then. But I want to see how my brain does off the cuff without doing a single bit of research. Maybe I'm Joe Public or something, but I could also be Bagman Joe Sharp. Sharp. Yeah, could be. So that's be it. Sharp. That's it for this week, boys and girls. We will tweet out the cards as always come Saturday. And until then, keep between the ditches. Let we'll it be. ride. Peace.